Chapter 23 It seemed to him that the whole world of politics and religion rushed to extremes, and that what was not extreme was inert and indifferent, dragging out day by day an existence without faith and without principle. Octave Fulet, Monsieur de Camors, 1867 Hey, do you want to be a concentration camp guard? I consider this question from a tall youth with cropped sandy hair. His lips brush my cheek in the cellar of Club Z, an underage gay dance hall downtown. A large white spiral painted on the concrete floor circles our boots as thunderous beats reverberate and bounce off graffiti-spattered walls. Around us, a small crowd of goths writhes to the rhythm, uplifted arms nearly colliding with rusty pipes that crisscross the low ceiling. What? Can't hear. Too loud, I shout, hands funneling my words. He gestures toward a narrow staircase. I follow him up and up until different sounds drown out the abrasive basement tones. The large room we now enter is filled with glittery teenagers celebrating Saturday night. They bounce along with upbeat techno music before a raised DJ booth. Drag queens pose on blocks, and athletic dancers in bright costumes vogue along a low stage. We push through the crowd toward an exit door. Warm bodies press against me, limbs slick with sweat. Outside, mid-October chill strips away the sour reek of perspiration, and I zip up my hoodie. On the street corner, a thin queen shivers in a sequined dress, only a thin shrug across her narrow, freckled shoulders. She takes one final puff of her cigarette, flicks the spent butt away, and hurriedly returns indoors. The lanky youth, wearing only a tight black t-shirt and patched cargo pants, seems oblivious to the cold. He fixes me with curious eyes. I'm organizing a performance here in a couple weeks. Not the usual drag bullshit. I want to act out a Holocaust love story between a concentration camp inmate and his guard. It needs several SS soldiers, and you look pretty fierce. Want to be one? Maybe. I am curious. What's your name? Isaiah. Ross. I shake his hand. Isaiah allows a tight-lipped smile. So, can you meet up soon and talk more? I gotta rush off and take care of some business tonight. Well, I'm fairly preoccupied with school and stuff. Your scheme sounds intriguing, though. Where around do you hang out? Mostly this part of town, Isaiah says, head swiveling. He is handsome with an intense gaze and the shirt clings to his spare build. How about this? Tomorrow night I have a postering mission up in Northwest. Gotta post up some propaganda before the elections. Do you want to come along? We can talk more. Like about eight. Does that work? Sure. Meet me at my office on Stark Street. Where? Isaiah laughs. <laughs> Find me at the corner of Stark and Burnside. But hey, I gotta move. See you tomorrow. Isaiah saunters off, footsteps careful and boots almost noiseless on the concrete. His tall figure disappears down the block. The next evening, I board the bus toward downtown, my satchel filled with fresh political posters. The sky is overcast, but rainless. I walk up Stark Street, Portland's linear gay district, passing bars, dance clubs, and a bathhouse. Perhaps this strip was where Babette picked up clients as a teenage prostitute back in the 1940s, her English fragmentary but improving with every illicit connection. Isaiah leans casually against a wall, near Burnside, breath visible and still clad in the same black shirt. We exchange nods. I gesture across the busy intersection. Wanna head up 23rd? My plan is postering along there and maybe 21st as well. Let's do it. 
We make our way west for several blocks, then turn right into a business district filled with clothing shops and boutiques. Every telephone pole is blanketed with flyers advertising local bands, festivals, and other events. I remove a staple gun from my jacket pocket and peel out a poster. It depicts the outline of a naked man strapped against a giant dollar sign. Bloody whip stripes trace across his back. Nice graphic, Isaiah observes. He reads the text. Pro-corporate power, pro-militarism, pro-capitalism, pro-U.S. global hegemony, the Republican and Democratic parties. Well, it's a little wordy for the size. Did you make this yourself? Yeah, it's just photocopied cut and paste. I did a whole series just in time for the presidential elections coming up. Some Reform Party organizers actually paid for this run. They're nuts, but I don't mind taking their money. So, elaborate more about this performance you're planning. I'm so curious. Okay, okay. Here's what I have in mind. So, every weekend, the club kids put on their cute drag shows upstairs. That's fine. But it's time us basement dwellers threw something a little more interesting. I talked Zig, the owner, into letting me have 15 minutes next Saturday. For the soundtrack, we'll start out with a coil song, one of the really slow, creepy ones. As that begins, three Nazi SS soldiers enter, dragging me along in a striped concentration camp uniform, big yellow star of David, Patch, and all. They set me up before the stage and beat the hell out of me. I want that to look goddamn brutal. Then, two march off and leave one behind. He can't help pitying me, all crumpled, broken on the ground. The guard comes over and touches me to see if I'm still alive. Anyway, short version, the two of us make out, and then perform a dance to the Tear Garden song, In Search of My Rose. You know that one, right? Of course. A club classic. Good choice. I staple another poster up. This one shows a black and white screaming baby, and declares, The Democratic and Republican duocracy. Break their grip on power. Vote for a third party. Isaiah watches closely. That one is better. More minimal. Who's the reform party, anyway? I laugh. Oh, God. Some folks running a candidate who thinks world peace can happen through transcendental meditation. I talk them into printing my posters to encourage protest votes. Isaiah bobs his head. Nice. Our political system is such bullshit. Anyway, by the end of the scene, Nazi and Jew are still dancing and entwined together. It'll be hot as fuck. Then the other soldiers come back and execute both of us. We die in each other's arms, under a fuselot of bullets. How do you like that? Wow. Pretty intense. I hope the crowd can handle it. True. They'd better. Zig wasn't an easy sell, but I told him I'm a fucking Jew and this is fucking art. After that, he backed down. Count me in, then. So, next Saturday, right? Yeah, but we need to get together soon for choreography. Are you free Wednesday afternoon? I have classes until 1, so any time after that. Oh, there's a political action at the Portland State campus later that day I want to check out, but we should have enough time. Excellent. Let's meet at Club Z around 2.30. We continue down 23rd and then double back, hitting poles on the opposite side. I'm nearly out of posters by the time Burnside stretches before us again. Night has completely fallen, and Isaiah's face glows under yellow streetlights. Our breath flows in billows of mist. Well... I should head back home. Do you live near here? I ask. Isaiah shrugs. Yeah, I got a squat close by. Thanks. This project will be super fun. I'll see you soon then. His bony torso presses against me in a tight hug, and we part ways.